The Northern Lights, Panic Attacks and Monkeys. Welcome to the OddsPod Presents, the six of them. Hey, I'm Ben Hennessy. And I'm Dave Hendrick, and we're the team behind the OddsPod, a weekly podcast that ponders the bigger, scarier and sometimes hairier questions life throws at us. But we're also the creators of The Odds, a comic book that is to dystopian futures what Brandon Cronenberg is to Alexander Skarsgård's bits. Disrespectful, yet fondly disturbing. So, with our diplomas in doom and degrees in destruction, we thought it a merry jape to create this here companion podcast, the HBO and Sky Atlantic's adaptation of Naughty Dog's hit game, The Last of Us. So, here's episode six, or as we like to call it, Sheep Ranches on the Moon. Wait, Dave, what do you think of this? Well, can I just start, and this is probably not what people would expect me to, to start with, but can I just start by saying, well done to everybody who filmed this like the photography in this episode especially like it's always brilliant but just this Mm -hmm. episode just blew my mind like every scene is 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 its own film you know like every shot was just amazing the, yeah, the, I totally agree. I, I thought those shots of Ellie and Joel on horseback oh, were just beautiful. Yeah, and even before that, you know, like in you know in the in the the, uh, the early parts of it, you know, when she's on the rock looking at the Northern Lights and mm-hmm. um, oh, and just yeah. those those scenes of of you know sitting by the campfire. Like, I mean, there was there was a bit of uh, I'm just back from from a holiday in Rome, and you know there was a hell of a lot of Renaissance shit all around me, and there's there's a there's a bit of Renaissance art on that on that screen um, uh, in this episode, you know. There's there's definitely you know some uh, kind of I don't know they're they're trying to not pay homage but there's definitely inspiration from things like the flight into Egypt and stuff like that like it's it's there oh, yeah. it's absolutely there um, and it, it's really informing the the visual language on the on the screen which um, yeah was amazing absolutely amazing oh, it really has been beautiful like the like the, I mean every episode but I agree like this episode in particular did feel a bit more. Um, maybe like they push the cinematography a bit further. Um, yeah, there's a lot more there to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty I, rich. So stuff. much happened. I forgot about the aurora borealis. Actually, oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just you know, I was looking at that and I was thinking, God, that's uh, that's Ellie's TV. You know, and, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. followed up on later on in the episode, I suppose, where she's where she's at the cinema for what is effectively the first time in her life, I would imagine, you know? I'd imagine so, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of first for her in this, I think. Yeah, there um, sure are, we'll, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to some of them, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So let's get back to the start. Where where yeah. where do we begin? I think we start in some dead rabbits, don't we? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Where, <laughs> that was nearly the name. Cause... That was nearly the name of the episode when I was writing the script. Dead but rabbits. I, yeah. But then I, then I was reminded of what happened to Jerry Duggan and John McRae when, when they used the phrase dead rabbit. So I decided. Oh, yeah, we'll stay away. I decided yeah, yeah. against that. They're a very litigious <laughs> pub group. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's not do that. Um, no. So the 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 dead um, unnamed animal, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting carried along by a character we don't see. We see from behind. He's got a hood mm. up. I thought, having played the game, that this was going to be a different guy. Okay. And when I saw this guy get into his hut and take down his hood, I was never more relieved. Ah, than I, yeah, I, did, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't realize I was so worried for him. Yeah. In a few seconds, just watching this one guy kind of walk to a cabin. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think that guy that we can all be worried about is coming up in the next episode. I'd say um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here we see someone who doesn't come from the game at all. This is a very different kind of scene, but homages things that are in the game. I loved, um, we, I loved this scene because it, it gave us a little bit yeah. of insight into the rest of the world and how mm-hmm. people who are slightly more removed from 
QZs or from cities are viewing what's happened. And yeah. it, it gave us, you know, the, an insight into into their, you know, the the probably more rural individuals. You know, these were these were two indigenous mm-hmm. people who, you know, who were obviously of the land and and far and and from farm and stock, you know. And it just gave you there was there was like um there was that kind of obvious kind of farmer sensibility to things to, to the way they were to they were very plain speaking it was like you know they you know we're yeah. up in the up in the wilds of, of of wyoming but like it felt you could have been in the ring of Kerry talking to these guys you know like the way they <laughs> yeah. were going on you know they, they kind of reminded me of the the couple and father ted had are just bickering at each other the whole time uh, i thought that was that their 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 dialogue to one another was absolutely hilarious yeah. um where he realizes very quickly that someone is in the house and they're they're not supposed to be in the house it's just supposed to be her and he gets on to her for like oh my god i can't believe you gave these intruders soup yeah you know, like, <laughs> it was cold soup oh my god <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you know? it's just very good you know yeah i thought um, that and the woman phenomenal. i thought like uh, was just hilarious kind of winding them up um yeah. just just laughing at them you know yeah. uh, but you're right like i had one really good aspect in in the part that you see that these guys have been away from society for quite a long time is they they're not aware of who the fireflies were you know yeah. they're making yeah. jokes about it they don't really know who that society is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, I thought this is who Joel and Ellie are, are dealing with, and it, it's. I thought there was a really funny thing here, like where we, when we when we see these, Joel and Ellie have these guys at gunpoint, yeah, and they're they're getting information of where they are and where they need to be, and, yeah. and how do they get there, that kind of stuff, and what's it like when they get there, and we haven't seen it. It's happened off screen before this guy has arrived, but Joel and Ellie have asked the woman. Uh, where is this place on the map? Yeah, and she pointed out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then um, when the guy comes in, he asks Joel, asks him the same question. Now, do you remember this bit in the game? Yeah, that that bit in the game where Joel interrogates these two guys. Yeah, he interrogates the absolute living shit out of them. Yeah, it goes He's a bit not differently nice about any of it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so like I'm, I'm kind of expected like he's going to these guys like they're they're lovely. <laughs> no, I did I did think though that that was that was a really clever thing to do, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it comes later on the kind of the violence thing comes later on, and and they 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 choose they chose their time wisely with that, you know. But um, yeah, no, I yeah, thought I thought yeah. yeah, I thought it was brilliant, and like you couldn't do that to those people either, you know. No, There's just no, no. Way. I, w- I was scared about them when they started, then I was scared for them thirty seconds in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the the guy um, playing the 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 husband, I suppose, in the, in in that in that couple, mm-hmm. um, is an actor called Graham Greene, and and like he's been in absolutely everything, and and everything. He, you know he started out as a you know quite a young a young actor, um, uh, you know fit and ready and killing people and running around and doing everything that Joel's doing, you know, and, and over, over time as it, as it catches up on everyone, you know, he's slowed down. He's taken, he's taken more kind of wiser, funnier roles a, a lot of the times. Like he was in Dances with Wolves, you know, and, and, yeah. um, yeah, like he's been in, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in absolutely everything, really. I'm just looking at his IMDb here, and it's just like you know, there's, SVU as well. Was that is that right? Yeah, yeah. Right there's there? just yeah, yeah. so many, so many shows and movies and everything. But like, you'd be you'd be very familiar with his with his face and certainly his voice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like he's he's kind of you know he's 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 become he's become an older an older slower kind of chap, you know. But absolutely. 
you just couldn't. You could imagine you couldn't beat this guy up. Like it just, it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't be fair, you know, to 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 torture the the hell out of this lad trying to trying to get information, you know. No, I um, I I'd feel horrible. I'd be rooting for those guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So funny, real, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was like a there was some great dialogue in this scene between like everybody because like that guy was so funny to see. And I, I like how he called um, Ellie a little psycho. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When he copped that she was upstairs because she's asking Joel if she come down and she's holding the gun. And she's like, who's this little psycho? She's yeah, there was a lot of acting. A lot of Ellie with the with the gun this this week, you know? He sure was, yeah. yeah. But there was also Ellie asking for permission with the gun, which was new. Oh, that was funny, um, yeah. Gun? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was really good. Gun question mark? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, they start asking him questions then at gunpoint and he doesn't care. He's so cool, calm, collected about the whole thing. He, yeah. th- this is nothing to him. And like the wife is over there having a laugh at the whole situation. Yeah. It means nothing to her either. And yeah, I mean, like, what, that, that line where he's like, uh, or Joe's like, what's the best way west? And the guy's like, go east. <laughs> Like, just, <laughs> don't go west but, it's crazy but like I mean like it was great to have the banter between him and Ellie as well like there's one point like where he asks them yeah. or they ask him where they're going where it's going to be and he goes well, do you not know or something and Ellie goes sorry I must have missed all the street signs in the enormous fucking forest yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's so weird how like they're holding these people at gunpoint but in no way do I feel uh, as they talk that they're really going to commit to any kind of scene of violence or that they even feel like they have the upper hand in this whole situation. No, they, re- they really don't have the upper hand because this guy doesn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, like, you know, we've seen a hundred of you guys, you know, you pass through here and we're still here. They might not necessarily have made it, but, but, you know, mm-hmm. Marlon and his missus, they're still there, you know? So it's like, you know, what are you going to do? This is it. Like, yeah. what have you got for us? I mean, like, they have survived the mushroom apocalypse and uh, they don't really care about it. And she's kind of still getting on to him for dragging him away into this this, this uncivilized barren nowhere. Yeah. You know, like it was all his fault for going there. But it's yeah. kind of his fault that they're, they're still alive, you know? Yeah, no, they were yeah, they were absolutely really brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. And, you know, your point on, on Father Ted kind of makes me wonder how rural Ireland looks um, after <laughs> after the mushroom apocalypse, you know? I mean, do, do, does everybody know it happened? Like, there are some towns where you'd be like, has there been an apocalypse anyway, you know? Um, but they know if it did happen, yeah. Just calling out Boyle and Roscommon there. Um, but, like, yeah, <laughs> um, there's definitely, definitely places where, yeah, yeah you'd love to see what what went down, you know? Is that is that because of that chicken that happened earlier on in the week? Is that right? And then we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the chicken. <laughs> okay. No. Absolutely not talking about the chicken. I'm sorry. It's not I thought you were going there. It's verboten. <laughs> it is no. No. Out of respect for the dead, we're not talking about the chicken. <laughs> okay. It was a rooster, by the way, but we're not talking about the chicken. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um so moving on. We mm-hmm. head we head west. We keep going. Yeah, they, they, but as they get out of the house, Joel has his first on-screen panic attack. Yeah, and it was brilliantly um, yeah. done. It was, yeah. Um, Don't know if you've ever had a panic attack. You work in comics and animation, you've definitely had a panic attack. Um, but, <laughs> so far, so good. Maybe it's coming, though. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, hang on, the checks when? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. But, um, yeah, but it was done so well. I mean, the the mm-hmm. the way the sound design was used around it, it 
felt very, very real. As someone who's had a panic attack in, or, or two in his time, it felt like one, you know, like it sounded like one. It, Interesting. It, 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 it definitely captured that, you know, internal clawing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that happens and, and just everything starts, you know, caving in. It was done yeah. very, very well. Yeah, yeah. And it was all done through sound, really. And, you know, and then and then yeah. Pedro, Pedro sold it, you know. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he was very good in this episode. And oh. I really liked, like, the reason for bringing on the the um, the panic attacks was was the family thing again, you know. Joel's whole purpose is that, you know, he's, he's there to protect his family. He's just heard from these guys that where he thinks Tommy is, is this uncrossable, oh, the river of crazy, death. dangerous area. Yeah, yeah, the river of death. They yeah. have to cross a river of death. Yeah. And um, when he hears this... Oh no! You know this is it. If he this was his purpose. So this this was a bit. Like he just found his purpose isn't 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 existing anymore. This is know? a bit tropey. Like this is a bit a bit mm-hmm. hero's journey. You know, Joseph Campbell, uh, Green Knight kind of kind of tropiness where you know the hero meets uh, either a prophet or a wizard mm-hmm. or a gatekeeper along the way. You know that they either have to kill or you know, uh, get a riddle right, you know, this kind of thing, you know, and, and there's yeah, always yeah, yeah. a portent of doom, you know, there. And they, like, they, they absolutely do that in this sequence. It's like, you know, uh, hail, hail, brave traveler, you know, and uh, you're heading yeah, off yeah. Into, into the unknown. And, oh, by the way, there's a river of death, you know, and it was absolutely that. Like, it was, you know, you know yourself, yeah. you, you play D&D. You know, it's it's like it's definitely one of those moments. It's like really tropey, but done really well in this yeah. setting. Like, as they yeah. give you that option. You know, you're going there. You know, you have to cross this river of death. Um, yeah, and, and like we we saw it again when when these big events happen, where it looks like uh, someone close to them has died or dying or is in danger. Yeah, Ellie's the first one to go. Yeah. All right, which way is east? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, She's all and, and they're off again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he steals a couple of rabbits uh, on the way. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting how she was kind of she was like they were both holding these people at gunpoint, you yeah. know. Um, but Joel draws the line of stealing their food. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was very she, cool. She no issue with that. Yeah, yeah that was very yeah. cool because it was like there's a code, you know, there's honor behind this man, and um, I thought him admonishing her for stealing the food. And then they have that conversation about, well, why don't you show me how to, or I'll show you how to get get your own rabbits, you know, to hunt your own rabbits. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing, you know, I thought that was that was brilliant, you know, um, because for all his faults, it then makes you kind of respect Joel that little bit more. You know, it's like, yeah, you can you can kill people, you can hold them at gunpoint, you can, you know, because they're bad guys or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But stealing somebody's food who is just a decent everyday person like that, that's a no-no, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And, and it goes to show that like these guys are, are pretty great for each other, but we have found out that in order to survive in this world, you have to be some form of bad guy. If you're a good guy. If you're a good you're guy, you're dead. Yeah. 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 That's it. You can't be, you can't be all good um, because no. you'll, you'll eventually let someone get the drop on you. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah, it's the same in comics, guys. Same in comics. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so our day to day, yeah, that's our lives. Yeah, we got to keep one eye open all the time. Um, <laughs> so we're moving on. Yeah, so we we uh, we head out into the uh, 
the unknown and we find mm-hmm. the river of death. Um, but it's yeah. not, it's not a river of death, really. It's, it's just a river. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a nice and, river. Qu- and quite some time has passed here. Are we getting that conversation that this time around where they're talking about what happened with Sam and Henry? Is that, no, no, sorry. That's the game in the game. It that's in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, in the game. But then they, they, they camp the show. We get that later yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Um, Soon after this, I think I think after a bit of traveling, they hunker down for the night, and we see the the aurora borealis, as you mentioned. Yeah, that's they, lovely. They that's a really lovely scene, you know, because again, it's back to Ellie just being fascinated with the world and the universe and everything, you know, that that she she hasn't experienced that she's read about, but she definitely hasn't experienced, you know, and uh, and, yeah, yeah. and and like you said, there's a lot of firsts in this and you see mm-hmm. a lot of things through Ellie's eyes for the first time, but then you see Joel enjoying the fact that Ellie's experiencing these things for the first time. Like there's a, there's a little smile yeah. every time, you know, something happens and then we'll get to something later on where it's, where it's very mm-hmm. obvious. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I loved that scene. I loved the scene at the campfire. I loved the way it was lit. I loved everything about it. I thought it was just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then they have, they have a pretty serious conversation there. They really do, because like it's kind of something that you we see Ellie do all the time. There's a bajillion questions coming Joel's way. Joel is just kind of slowly answering them as as, as simply as he possibly can. Yeah. And then she asks him, "It'll work, right? The vaccine?" Hmm. And Joel kind of has a talk about this. Like, yeah, um, Marlene knows her stuff. Like, she wouldn't lie to you if she says it'll work. It'll yeah. work. But in this, she then reveals that she tried to cure Sam in the yeah. previous episode, which we all know didn't work out. Yeah. And I think it's been a few months. Like she, she's held this to herself for quite some time, hasn't told Joel. Yeah. And um, she kind of knows it was a dumb idea. She says something in that regard. But she was just really hopeful. And she said, even though she's stealing rabbits and she's holding people at gunpoint and she has no problem being called the psycho, yeah. she was worried that because she tried, in her words, to save Sam. You yeah. know, so you kind of see again her line. It might be not the same as Joel's, um, but there's certainly a line that she won't cross, and she does try to do good. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was I thought that was really sad because um, you know, you, you kind of see these moments where she's just asking those questions, and she's kind of funny, and she's pretty intuitive about things for someone her age. But then she asks something that is just a kid looking for affirmation about something she needs to be told is that it'll be okay. You know? Yeah, doubts definitely crept into her mind and has taken a mm-hmm. bit of a hold there as well. Um, so she's questioning everything now. Yeah. Um, which everything. Joel, Joel yeah. can't answer those questions either. You know, he's, he's powerless. Um, and there's a bit of a shrug in that, you know, he's just like, well, yeah, of course, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what they're what they're going to do either. I don't know how they do what they do, but you know, I'm sure, yeah, it'll be, you know, it'd be more complicated than you think, you know. Yeah, know. he's he's not quite giving her the big hug that she needed or to hear, uh, you know, the kind of um, the oral hug, the oral hug she needed in that situation. Yeah, but he he did give her something that wasn't as cold as he had been giving her before, and. uh and then I think they talk about uh, raising sheep. Raising sheep, yeah. So, so about you know what she asked this great question, which is like, what do you do if it if it does work? You know, if it's all over, what are you going to do? What do you want to do? You mm-hmm. know, which is I think it's a very insightful question for a kid her age as well. You know, it's like, but then she's young; she's thinking of the future. Joel's never 
thought of the future or hasn't thought of the future since the, since the day Sarah died, really, you know, um, or thought he, he would have a future. So he's just living day to day. And Ellie is starting to think beyond the outbreak, beyond the, the, the pandemic, you know, um, which is what a kid would do, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. So she, she already knows what she'd do, what she wants to do. Um, That's it. Insofar as, you know. What, and it's hard not to talk about spoilers at this point. You played the game because, well, you know, the the ending is, 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 you get an answer for that question. If you've played the game, you kind of know what's going on, but what a question to ask from a kid, you know, what can we do next? She's looking at a, we, she wants to spend more time with Joel after all this. Yeah. They're definitely and, uh, becoming Joel family. Given her that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's not outwardly there yet, but I think internally he is. I think he's, 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 you know, he hasn't made up his mind, but it's, I think, instinctual with him now at this point that he's he's protecting her and that's it, you know? Even though the things that, that occur in this episode yeah. would, would contradict some of that. But, like, and again, that's that's all driven by the bad things. That's all driven mm-hmm. by fear. You know, the panic attacks, they get they get worse throughout the episode. Um, and, yeah. you know, any, any kind of negative decision Joel makes is just fear and it's just his lack of belief in his own ability. And his catastrophizing about certain outcomes, you know, that that could be, but but aren't, you know, like, um, which I thought was 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 handled really really well. So yeah, so Ellie and Joel are having this conversation about what's coming next, and you know what they want their lives to be, what their ambitions are beyond the pandemic and and again like it, it is a question a kid would ask because they're thinking of the future all the time you know when i grow up yeah. when i finish school when i get married when i get a job whatever it is you know that's why kids think you know they think think in future terms all the time because they're always obsessed with the next step you know whereas joel is thinking I hope I make it to breakfast. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah, 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 yeah. that's where his it's head practical is. Practical about his day to day. Yeah. 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 Um, he's, he's also um, like, he's, um, he's, he's kind of put in a hard place here. Where he's trying to lighten the mood before they go asleep. Yeah. They make a joke about, you know, her, her goal to, to uh, become an astronaut. And he tells her to go asleep and that he's going to take both watches. Yeah. So, we'll see why later on but from this point we're kind of seeing oh he 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 really is taking on that fatherly responsibility over this girl yeah um but we find out he falls asleep he does he, yeah he, yeah he, on the second watch he, yeah he oh wakes and up. beforehand sorry can we just oh, talk sorry, about yeah, the, yeah can we just talk about the flagrant um alcohol abuse um, going on in this, oh, yeah. this particular okay. episode, yeah. Joel sitting by the fire with Ellie, and he's swigging from his hip flask, and Ellie's like, "Gives a shot, go on, go on, gives a shot, go on, go on, first on, go on, gives a shot, go on, gives a bit, go on, gives a bit." And he does; he lets her have some, mm-hmm. and I love that because she she takes a sip and she's like, "Oh, gross!" Like I gross. just thought, yeah. yeah, like she like she'd expected it to be gross, you know, and it was like, "Yeah, it's gross," you know. Yeah, that was good. That's another kind of um, father-daughter bonding moment as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourteen, it's, it's, it's on there. Yeah, yeah. fourteen. Yeah, Jay, it's on the hard <laughs> stuff at fourteen. Like, you know, mental. Yeah, moonshine, I'd imagine. Moonshine. You know? Yeah, yeah. Toilet yeah. whiskey. 
<laughs> hope it tastes better than that anyway. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe that's maybe that helped her go asleep. Who knows? But she she woke up um realized Joel was asleep and as we find out that Joel's been mumbling in his sleep kind of replaying that dream in his head that yeah. we saw in, in episode one um, she takes the gun and goes on watch yeah. and Joel wakes up and he immediately panics he's like you should have woke me and he's got his deaf ear out hasn't he he's lying on his on his good ear and he's got he's got his deaf ear to the world oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's completely he's he's absolutely comatose with sleep yeah something he probably really needed um, but she tells him like, um, well, hang on, let me get this right. You know, I, I saw it need to be done and I can kind of do it. So I did it. And he goes like, no, you can't do it. Next time you wake me up, I'm responsible for you. And then Ellie says, then don't fall asleep. Yeah, that you was know? brilliant. Like yeah. She kind of puts him in his sleep in his place straight away. Yeah. He has no answer. We see Joel, the camera go back to Joel. He does the thing where he, he takes in what she's saying again. And he has nothing back because she's right. And then she goes on to say, look, I took watch. Um, I took the high ground, I looked for tracks, I watched my six, and Joel can't really kind of say anything other than, like, I'll take the gun back. Uh, yeah. And then she says something like, yeah, I know, I'm awesome, gives him yeah. back the gun. Yeah, and but then, even the way she was she was standing there that morning waiting mm-hmm. for him to wake up going, yeah, I'm, yeah I've got you now, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. she she nailed it, you know. And I there was a bit of me going, yeah, go on, show him, you know. I thought that was yeah, dead. she's got it. Yeah, yeah, she's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah, and she- that's another one of those kind of kind of Campbell tropey things where where it's like you know the the that night was some kind of trial, you know, that she passed, mm-hmm. um, and she's now she's now a warrior just as much as Joel is, you know, um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was cool. It was done really well. I gotta ask you, like, do you think like she woke up because you know she fell asleep on Sat? So do you think that she kind of saw maybe a, a chance to redeem herself a bit here? That that's how she sees the opportunity. She she took this on as opposed to waking up, Joel. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, like mm. part of it, Defo, she she'll never sleep soundly again because of that. You know, there'll probably mm-hmm. be something yeah. some some kind of trauma there. I do think in this instance, there's a bit more of it is one-upmanship as well. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. Yeah, and you know she's still a kid so she's driven by those kind of baser things you know ah sure look we're all driven by those baser things anyway whether we're kids or adults but um she's more honest about them you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and so she could not wait for him to wake up I wouldn't have been surprised if she was standing there throwing pebbles in his ear you know going come on wake up (laughs) I want you to see this you know I thought that was great um, but yeah, no, the, the Sam thing, I think, you know, it would affect anybody, but you know, if you're 14 and, and, uh, you're the person who's meant to be saving everybody and you can't save him. Yeah. Defo like that would, that would, that would fuck you up for life. Yeah. And listen, let's get real. One of these things, any one of these terrible events would fuck you up for life, but they have got yeah. a lifetime of them, you know? Um, so yeah, they're, uh, the fact that they're even able to walk around and breathe is, is is amazing. Like the amount of grief in their lives right now is just mind blowing, man. Absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, it's soul destroying. You can kind of see it take a toll on them. You know, they yeah. might put on this kind of face, or they might just want to get through the day. But yeah. you certainly see that toll. You yeah, know? I was reading the yeah. thing there just as a little aside. I was reading a a, a piece that um, Seamus Seamus. What's his name? Seamus, uh, who writes, he writes for the Irish Times, but he wrote a piece in the Examiner on, 
not specifically the last was although that was the kind of catalyst for it but it was about um uh apocalypse stories and mm-hmm. how they're sold to us to make us feel better about our lot right now in in the present yeah. you know um I think I think it was reaching a little bit, but but it definitely had an angle, you know, and had a had a point, which is you know some of it sometimes you know um, these stories um, can yeah they can have a kind of a, a performative um, role in society to make to do to do just that to make us feel better about our lot, you know. Absolutely, yeah. What's mundane to us is really interesting and exciting telly. You know, we've seen it time and time again with the airplanes and stuff. Yeah, but flip know. that the other way, which is, oh my god, I'm glad I'm not her. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, we've got we've got you know rising interest rates and inflation's at you know a record level, and it's impossible for anybody under the age of thirty five to buy a home, and you know all that kind of stuff going on, and it's like, well, at least I'm not Ellie. You know. Um, <laughs> and that, and that's I'm running away from bloggers and dealing with trying to save the world yeah. on my own. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, so it was, um, it was definitely, yeah, definitely an eye opener. And and I think, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think he had a point. You know, um, I've never mm-hmm. really considered, and I love these stories as uh, as do you, but I've never really considered them to be uh, a a tool in the in the arsenal of the. Um, the corporate elite, you know, to make us, make us feel, feel better or worse or whatever, you know, but like, yeah, he definitely had a, he had some kind of thing going on. Um, yeah, I, I am happy. I'm not running away from a bloater. You know, there's definitely that element. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You should be Seamus O'Reilly. That's the same. Sorry, Seamus. Um, uh, but yeah, check it out. It's on, uh, it's on examiner.com. Irish examiner.com. We'll do. Um, nice one. And, uh, on Seamus's, um, Twitter feed at shockproof beats. I don't know why he, he, that's his handle, but that's his handle. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, check it out. It is. It is. It's definitely worth worth having a look at. Uh, anyway, so where are we now? We're heading off. Yeah, I think just before we head off, Ellie asked about being taught how to hunt with their rifle that she's uh, having to give back to Joel, and there is some kind of maybe kind of thing from Joel. Then we cut to a landscape scene. And yeah, then we hear a gunshot. Yeah, uh, I think we kind of presume that maybe Joel is teaching her, but actually, what he's doing is he's he's firing off around to see if there's any kind of response from a clicker or danger or yeah. raiders or or anything. Yeah, uh, because they're about to cross the river of death. Yeah, and, the river uh, of death. They get nothing. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna just kind of cue you in to say that yeah. for the rest of the podcast. River um, of death. But this is they're about to cross the river. Yeah, of death. Yeah. Um. It seems clear. Doesn't seem so deadly. No, it looks um, lovely. I mean, yeah. it's uh, you know, you could see a few bears frolicking, bashing, bashing the life out of Sam. Hmm. Yeah, Ellie takes the time to learn how to whistle. Oh, can you whistle you know, like that? I can't whistle like that. Can you do that thing with the when you stick no, your fingers in your mouth no, and it's very unsanitary, by the way. But um, but I don't think I don't think Ellie really cares about those kind of things. But where you're um, uh, sticking your fingers in your mouth and doing that, I've always been jealous of people who could do that. I can't do it. I've tried. Same. I've just ended up with wet fingers, you know? You know, I, I didn't try hard enough. Yeah. I kind of gave up when I went, this isn't fucking as easy as yeah. ever. They make it look like. Yeah, and I just yeah. stopped. Yeah, I should uh, try harder. I was like, I was on the street in New York one day 
and somebody did it and hailed a taxi and I was like you are the coolest motherfucker in the world <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he was like just this average white guy and I was like oh man I wish I could do that I wish I could be like that average white guy I'm not even like that average white guy you know I'm a below average white guy who can't whistle you know oh, so <laughs> maybe unfair. maybe at the end of this podcast if we try hard enough like the end of the companion podcast no. maybe by the end of the first season maybe we'll have it it's not working you know? man just wet fingers yeah. <laughs> don't whistle yeah. into the mic if you actually manage it you'll deafen all of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay sorry sorry let's get back on on course like so, Joe um, they yeah they, there's more jokes I think when they're yeah. walking by when she's learning how to whistle there's her asking Joel about undressing the rabbits oh yeah yeah she had a point there dressing like I mean (laughs) field dressing dressing. it should be called undressing taking the guts inside yeah yeah yeah. that was pretty good yeah but I mean there was some funny stuff here there was some funny stuff and the photography in those scenes was just like that just boss just gorgeous you know it was yeah it was beautiful it was it was Disney uh, um Disney documentary nature documentary kind of kind of level stuff you know it was like like yeah. yosemite or something it was it was just like you're out in the wild and ah, it was just, just beautifully done and yeah man take I, me there i wouldn't be surprised if david Attenborough's voice came on and started telling us about the life cycle of a clicker the life cycle of a clicker that'd be amazing <laughs> i wish i could do a david attenborough impression at this moment but i can't but um but yeah that like that would be that would be fucking deadly yeah Oh man, maybe maybe that that's what we should do next, you know. <laughs> Natural <laughs> history documentaries yeah. on on uh, on mythical beasts and uh, and zombies. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, I'd watch it. Yeah, man, I'd I'd, I'd watch it. I'd do it. Um, so yeah, so uh, everything's mm-hmm. going really well, and we're all really happy, and we're having the laughs and the bands, yeah. and then we get to. Another one of those questions that Ellie gets to after a break of really simple, funny ones. Yeah. Hey, Joel, what if this was the river of death? Yeah. Yeah. What if it was? Then and we have a little look at it. Ask the question. Yeah. yeah. There's people on horseback riding towards them and they've all got guns and yeah. dogs and yeah. they don't look very friendly. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess this probably was. It's a, a straight up shit. It's a straight up posse. Like, it's a posse. Mm-hmm. There's cowboy hats, no, the there's bandanas, yeah. there's rifles. It's like, you know. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeah, this was the this was the prequel to the the contractor, which we'll get to later on. Oh, the contractor. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that it was great. Yeah. Um but things go wrong here very quickly. Um they get held up, yeah. they get separated, yeah. and a dog is brought out to detect whether one of them is infected. Now we know Ellie was bitten somewhat recently. Yeah. Um we don't know if that's still in her body or not. Uh-huh. Neither does Joel. Yeah. And we are kind of waiting for Joel to say or do something to stop the dog from sniffing Ellie and possibly giving the game away to the entire posse yeah. and then Who just will shoot her, her right there and then. Yeah. 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 And I mean she's I immune mean, to can't. she's immune to bites but not bullets. Like and yeah, that yeah. would be a disaster. Yeah. Uh and Joel can't move. He can't do anything. He's no. trapped. Yeah, like and we find out later he he has a panic attack in that moment. But but also what could he do in that moment? Like, there's nothing, nothing he could have done if he'd. This is it. If he'd made a move, they're both dead. You know. Yeah, there was nothing he possibly could have done. They had the drop arm, they had manpower, they had the guns. You know. But the director absolutely fucks with our feelings in that in that scene 
because he's doing this to us, right? Oh, the way <laughs> it's cut, like the dog has gone to maul Ellie. You can hear the dog playing with the dog afterwards, and it's getting <laughs> it, the dog's getting lower, and it's like you know, if you know dogs, you know that's not a good sign. And then there's laughs and giggles, and the dog's having yeah. the crack with Ellie, and uh, they're best mates, and she's loving it. Yeah. That's so, it, and then they they get put on a horse, and we they just all relax. go back to the. Yeah. We we also see um I am I see her name wrong now. Rutina Wesley. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You are uh, saying her name uh, wrong, I'm sure, but um, I, I, could, but I, I probably be, yeah, would I, too. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a Murphy or a Doyle, yeah. or my house yeah, is going to get wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, she seems to react when Joel describes himself or what he's doing. She seems to have some kind of reaction, like some, like she she knows who this guy possibly could be. Yeah, there's a bit of a raised yeah. eyebrow there. It yeah. Says yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the next scene, then we see them travel back, and I do like how when we see them travel back to the place, Ellie's actually on her own horse. She's not uh, riding side saddle with someone else yeah. in front or behind. And she's, she's um, handling it. Like she's, she's good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we know that from the games, she's been taught how to ride. It's actually yeah. one of the conversations where herself and Maria, who is uh, Regina Wesley's character, uh, and Ellie kind of bond while yeah. Tommy and Joel goes to after in the game. Yeah. We'll get to that now here in a second. But Spoiler. actually very much now, really. You yeah. know, they show up. And kind of like what we see in episode one, where Tommy was a uh, contractor with his brother Joel. Yeah, we see Tommy building something. He's like um, telling someone to do something He's on a scaffold kind of, or uh, something, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, the two boys lock eyes, manly things. And yeah. it, it is not, it is not the same situation in the game. Where when these two guys, when Tommy Joel were in the game, they weren't really happy to see each other. Yeah, they were still they're picking right up where they left off, but it has some kind of fight. And Tommy said, I never want to see your face ever again. Yeah. Um, but here, they run over. Yeah. It's a big hug. Yeah. And Tommy asks, uh, Joel, what are you doing here? Mm. And like, Joel is looking around at like these amazing pubs. The, this is this whole amazing commune they have kind of built, which is very last of us too. Yeah. And, and Joel laughs and kind of cries, hugging and goes, I came here to save you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. The <laughs> irony of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've risked my bollocks getting across the country to save you. And here you are running five men on a crew in, a, in yeah. what is effectively a city <laughs> of your own that, you know, you're safe and you're warm and you're well fed. And yeah, you've got everything you need. And I was a moron for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. making my way from Boston to Wyoming. <laughs> You know, on foot for most of it, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, don't worry about. It. Yeah, thanks, man. Cheers. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they hug it out, and then they then they go back to have, kind of have some food. Um, they get asked if they're hungry, and Jesus, they're chewing down, they're chowing down pretty hard. They're yeah, just knocking yeah. back food. Yeah, Ellie is doing the thing where she's. Um, uh, Joel keeps trying to mind her manners. She's cursing. She's saying stuff. She's. She's kind of not she's really... Put out. Uh, she's put out by it all. Yeah. She, she wants her gun back and she doesn't well, like Well, she's acting out. She's acting out like mm-hmm. any kid would when, when they were the sole focus of somebody's attention that has now been shifted away. Yeah. And yeah, she's having a bit of a tantrum. She's been a bit of a brat. And I thought that was fucking brilliant writing because it's so real, you know? Yeah, it's, it really it really was. And there was... Actually, on, in this scene, we see a person behind a pillar looking at Ellie and Ellie gives out to him and goes, hey, what are you looking at? You yeah. Know? Um, more taxi driver kind of stuff. You know, you looking yeah. at me. And the kid um, runs off. That person runs off. Yeah. Was that Dina? I, th- I think it was. 
Do you? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I looked at the credits afterwards and they didn't yeah. give a Dina in the name. No. But I had because it looked like Dina, right? Well, I, I thing, think yeah. I'd say it was just a nod, yeah. Yeah. Um cool. yeah. Love that. Yeah. If that was, that's fucking great. I think, yeah. Can't and I, you know two. what they they're like they are I mean for in a what this sounds weird, but for a show that is very much visually lifted from the game, yeah. they're very light on Easter eggs like that. Aren't they? they yeah, they yeah, don't really. Right. You know, I mean, I watched I watched the first episode of Picard there, uh, season three of Picard. Um, which check it out, it's fucking amazing, right? Yeah, I'm behind. I haven't caught up in season two even. You don't have to just skip season two. Seriously, <laughs> okay. seriously, right. it's not worth your time, right? But but season one or episode Sponsor one, us, Amazon episode one <laughs> of 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 season three was well, Paramount now. Episode one of season three. Oh my god! Right, brilliant! Right, absolutely brilliant! Right, right mm-hmm. down to the music. Just they nailed it this time around. This is what it always should have been. But the Easter eggs in the in the first, I'd say, oh, I don't know, like fifty seconds. There must be about thirty Easter eggs. Oh, there's loads. Yeah, because right there's a shot. Home. There's a shot that pans across like a like a, a surface on, on a ship, uh, in an interior kind of surface on a ship, and it's got all these artifacts from the next generation from this particular character's adventures, you know, and not because cool. someone else, but from, from, from their adventures. And it's just like, Oh my God, like they're, they're doing it. They're going for it. You know, they are just grabbing me by the nostalgia now and, <laughs> and dragging me in and making me, do, and you know, that's cool. But you know, that wouldn't fit here. I don't think that would fit mm-hmm. here at all because you can't really show us all the things that we're not going to see, you know, or all the things we're not going to engage with. But I think something mm-hmm. something small like that, like Gina, I thought was really cool. I thought... Really yeah. cool. Yeah I, yeah, I thought that was great. And yeah. I wasn't sure if I was in my head about it. I wanted to ask yourself. Yeah. No, I definitely I really think it was her, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a whole lot of... The, the dialogue here is really good too. Um, yeah. They kind of... They find out that um, Maria is now Tommy's wife. Yeah, that was done nicely, you know. Um, the Joel is not thing. very happy about that. Um, he's he's not congratulating them. And now that the the, the the coin kind of flips, now Ellie is telling Joel to watch his manners in a way, you know. Say congratulations, Joel. Yeah, you know, and she's, yeah. she's become the adult yeah. now. Yeah, and yeah. and I think the the resentment starts to build because while well, we were mm-hmm. taking the piss there about him traveling from Boston to Wyoming to find his brother. He's kind of coming around to that. Like, he's kind of thinking, what the fuck? Like, you know, you've been yeah. here living the life, getting married. Yeah. And what, you, could, you couldn't have told us? You know, you couldn't have told us you're okay? Oh, you're actually, on that note, yeah. there was a, a bit we skipped over where when they're getting a kind of a, a tour of, oh no, sorry. they get the tour now, don't they? Tour is now, yeah, Jackson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, we find out why he hasn't let him know. But before we get to that, there was a, there was a great moment this where Joel is kind of sussing out who his brother is now married to because they've heard bad things about these people sending bodies down the river. Yeah. Flickers and people. And um, Maria says... The river like, of death. A, yeah. A, yeah <laughs> a bad reputation doesn't mean you're bad. Yeah. You know, and we kind of, we see this whole other flip side of stuff. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing we were talking about earlier where, you know, if you're good, you're mm-hmm. fucked, you know. So, yeah, I thought that but was... But she gives Joel a hard nod and a hard look when she says that. Oh, she knows she the score. Say, Joel, I know you're a bad person, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows what Joel and Tommy were up to back in the day, yeah. 
Yeah, Definitely. yeah, 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 um, and that comes up again later on. But uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, where are we now? We're getting a tour. We the tour. We find the sheep. We've uh, we we've seen Tommy sheep. have a bad reaction to finding out he's living in a in a communist society. That was <laughs> hilarious. And Joel is not happy about that. He gives him a glare. It's like because you forget. Wasn't he? He was a soldier at one point, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So you do forget that you know he was probably a marine or something, and you know being being a commie. Oh my god, you know. And there there oh, yeah, is he, he there is like a it. proper glare back at him, going, "Do you see who you're with? Do you see? Do you see? Do you see now? <laughs> Why you should never have left my side? You know, like it's fucking dead." But, but he even says like, "Ah, it's not. It's not like that." And yeah. then like um, Marie goes, "It's exactly like it's that. Exactly it's right. this and it's this." Yeah. You live in a commune. Everything's shared. You're a communist. Yeah. And yeah. we find out some of the rules of living here in in this this commune is to not use the radio and that's why he wasn't telling Joel yeah. where he was and yeah. he was okay and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, cuz they want to keep see their character that comes up in future uh, in the game in the future. Yeah. We meet Shimmer, the yeah. horse. Yeah. Which is then becomes Ellie's horse. Yeah. yeah. I thought really something else going to happen with the horse this episode, but um, it we, did not. There was yeah, some deviations here that were pretty yeah. good I thought. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Um but um, yeah. So where were we? Oh yeah, the communist thing. I just like yeah. I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we get we get the horse. Uh, Ellie, well, well, kind of like the game when we meet Shimmer. Maria offers to kind of give the guy some time, and she bonds with Ellie for yeah. a spell. And the guys go to the pub, um, as as men do. Yeah, and like Joel is just hands on the bar. Like, oh, it's been a while since I've been in one of these. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's just taking in the moment. This is a bit of safety. I've got yeah. to enjoy a drink and he probably hasn't done this in 20 years. Yeah, And I, and, and you know what? This is where we find out that Joel and Tommy are actually Irish because <laughs> when two brothers get together for the first time in ages and go to the pub, it never works out well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it started off better here than in the game. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah I, really, I really thought these guys were just going to be just at each other the whole time, not yeah. friendly. Yeah. But uh, what we kind of see here is is a Tommy who's far more accepting of his past with Joel, what they've done together in their past with Joel. Yeah. And he doesn't blame Joel for it. In, in the game, he blames Joel for what happened. Yeah. And he says like, look, it wasn't worth doing all those things with you. It wasn't worth it for all the memories for the bad dreams. He says all this kind of stuff to him. He yeah. totally blames Joel. Yeah. In this, he says, you didn't do it. We did. Yeah. We did those things. Yeah. And they weren't things. They were people. We murdered people. Yeah. And he gets very real about what happened. Uh, it's been honest. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Very honest. But he, he's taken that in a stride where Joel doesn't seem to have. Yeah. Know? And we kind of see a role reversal here almost in and the Tommy we saw who got in prison in the first episode seems to be big, playing the role of bigger brother here. And again, they take that approach where it could, it would have been so easy to demonize Jackson and... Mm-hmm you know, Marie and all, all of the reasons why Tommy was there and hadn't reached out. And, it, you know, it could have been, they, they really could have got, gone down that road and we all would have been fine with it, but they don't. There's like, it's just this spectrum of grey. You know, there's no good, there's no bad. People are just trying to survive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought again, that that's just testament to a really solid writer's room where you know they're throwing these ideas around and debating yeah. them till the cows come home or the sheep come home in this this particular instance. And yeah, they, they've thought everything through to the nth degree. And 
that it comes out in this, you know. I mean, if this had been The Walking Dead, there definitely would have been some kind of conspiracy behind the town that would have been mm-hmm. revealed in this episode that would have ended with Joel and Ellie walking away with the town with the town on fire behind them, you know. But no, mm-hmm. I mean, this is as, you know, as real life as a horror sci-fi series can get, you know? And I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. that conversation with them was just, it was just brilliant. The dialogue was just, it was so real, you know? Yeah. Very much not like the horror show we expected here. This is very much the family drama. Yeah. And yeah. And here we're kind of seeing like, like, like Tommy give Joel some great news. Something that like, if they did all these horrible things in a previous life, almost, mm. this was a way to kind of start fresh. Yeah. And he tells Joel that his wife, Maria, is pregnant. Yeah. And Joel does not say congratulations. Joel is not happy. He says something like, hey, I, I'm going to be dad. I, I think I'll be a good one. Yeah. And Joel goes, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. You know, he's oh, that's all he gets from him. Irish yeah. brothers. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's a horrible thing to say when, when, when you hear that news. Yeah. Um, but you can understand where he's coming from, right? So mm-hmm. why would you bring a child into that world? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's it's insane. And, um, but, but he has an answer for that question. He does. You know, yeah. And I, this might be one of my favorite lines in the show because it, it is a big change from the game, but yeah. I, I think it... I think it adds a lot to Joel's character and to himself and Tommy's relationship and the, kind of the focus of the story. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the line? Or? Yeah, no, go for it. Go for it. So, so he says, like, just because life stopped for you yeah. doesn't mean it has to stop for me. We've heard this in various shows before, yeah. but like this, this really, I mean, this is Joel. His watch has literally stopped since the moment Sarah yeah. died. Yeah. You know, his life did stop that day. Yeah. Uh, Tommy's very aware and he kind of, he's pointing that out. And yeah, that, that kind of sums up who Joel is right now. He hasn't moved on. He hasn't dealt with stuff. We're seeing a Tommy who has and a Tommy who's living. Uh, really living in a really nice place and, he has and looks better than he ways. looked before and is fitter and healthier and happier and yeah all and Joel things. even makes a point of that doesn't he you're yeah. right doesn't he say that when yeah. they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Joel, Joel says he looks great and Tommy's like you look like shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah I mean that that is a good point you know grief eats you from the inside out you know and uh, yeah. if you let it and you know, Joel has been wallowing in it for 20 odd years, if not longer. Yeah. 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 So, and it is ruining him. And yeah. we see it take a, a further physical toll after this, this kind of heated conversation with Tommy when he leaves and he sees someone who looks like Sarah. Yeah. And the panic attack kicks in again. Oh, I felt that one again. You know, that was just yeah. like, oh, no. Not a moment in the game. Very good moment in the show, I think. Yeah. It's, just, it's really good. We see a lot of kind of reasons why Joel might have done something that we weren't given a reason for in the game. We would have put our own story on it. But yeah. here we're kind of seeing the whys, and the whys are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this was cool. This this gave gave a lot of context for Joel's state of mind throughout yeah. the game, throughout the show. Like, it was, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, and it was just like a really small, you know, well-worn device of, oh, I think I see that person who was in my life. Oh, they turn around. It's not them. But yeah, again, yeah. down to the way it was cut, down to the way it was edited, the the the, the, the angles, sound the sound. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. perfect. Like they just nail it, nail it every time. Um, and then... 
And we're in a bedroom, in a, a room that looks like it's never seen an apocalypse before. <laughs> this like, was this good odd. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, this, uh, this is... Yeah, this was an interesting moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we, we, we hear a shower. We assume this is where Ellie is possibly gone with Maria yeah. or something. And, yeah. Uh, we see a room where... Like, you know, the, the the hottest boy of the week or something is on the poster on the wall yeah. or whatever. And yeah. cameras panning around what looks like just a regular person's bedroom. Yeah. Nothing about like, a, you know, there's no sidearm on, on the, the no, bedside No, it's like a teenage anything, girl's you know? room yeah. or a teenage yeah. boy's yeah. room. And, and yeah, it's uh, just, yeah, it's just a, a pretty regular room. Yeah, you know? just a happy little place away yeah. from all the horrors that everyone yeah. was possibly seeing. And yeah. Ellie comes out of the shower and she spots something on the bed. Yeah. And uh, this is where... I, I didn't know what that was then. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, oh, I've, never, I've never dealt, dealt with anything like that. So you know, Every day is a school day, Dave. Yeah, every day is a school day. Was it for milk? Well, What's it Ellie for? Is it what for it was carrying here, water? You know? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some kind of shot glass, um, kind of disposable. This, this is where it goes from like horror film to family drama to period drama. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I apologize for nothing. Yeah. yeah that was. Yeah. I, that was something no, I've been mean, working okay, on yeah. since I, I watched it earlier. Yeah. I give you. I give you yeah. your props for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Pretty good. You know, it's good when I'm the only one laughing. That's that's how you know it was a good joke. But yeah, we've got a little yeah, got a little moon cup there, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean. A great gift to be given, mm -hmm. you know. And she's given instructions on how to use it. Yeah. And uh, we know from previous episodes that finding, like, you know, any kind of device to, like, device. Tampons, previous, <laughs> well, I guess it is a device or something, right? What was it? What'd you call it? Engage the device. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, sanitary products sort of in general. Want to see. Yeah, this is what you want to hear, guys. This is the podcast you have been looking for. Two <laughs> average white blokes talking about... <laughs> women's Here issues yeah yeah um there we go yeah no um yeah where was i yeah so yeah th anything like that has been because production has been stopped halted so so yeah um, well yeah. it's a big relief for ellie because this is something that is reusable yeah point actually. yeah yeah so i mean she doesn't have to go looking for these things in places no. that um like where there's where it could be clickers all yeah. kinds of infected hanging around behind a, a drawer or something yeah. so yeah i mean this is a big and again deal. actually speaking of the word infected i mean do you want to be using 20 year old 30 year old tampons i don't know yeah Good, good, good question. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I mean, phone in now. Operators are standing by. Please let us know where you sit or stand or, well, okay, we'll move on. Um, so, yeah. So she's she's trying to figure all that out. And yeah. uh, and she gets, in, she gets a change of clothes, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. She's kind of sus yeah. about the clothes, which is which is good, I think. You know, she's kind of checking them out. And, and, we, kind of a, and we see these clothes in the game again. You know, yeah. they really are loyal to what we see yeah. in the game, which, yeah. is, which is great. I thought that was brilliant, know? yeah. And her very purple coat. Um, a very purple coat, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and we really see like Maria kind of um, nesting, you know. She's 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 mowing here pretty yeah. hard for Ellie, you know. She's looking out for, her. and I didn't realize up until this point, this was the first time Ellie figured out who Sarah was. 
I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she ever name. she'd ever heard Sarah's name. At the, uh, yeah, know, she didn't know anything about it. So, so she's wandering around the house after she gets dressed, and and mm-hmm. uh, Maria's not around, and she finds on the wall there's a chalkboard with two names and dates. Kevin and Sarah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and, and they both died around the same date, and we yeah. see that uh, Maria had a previous kid, Kevin, who who died at three years of age. Kids, yeah, 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 yeah. The show doesn't hold back on the whole. Kids dying in apocalypse stuff, you know. No, no. I mean, look, it's an apocalypse. You know, kids yeah. are kids are just as 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 valid a victim as anybody else. Yeah. They're not special yeah. kids. Death's coming. <laughs> um, a new title of the episode. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I better tell my kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's uh yeah pretty hardcore when you see that i thought that was that was a cool yeah a cool little uh little thing. A moment there yeah. more more eye acting to go back to your previous eye episodes uh, yes. yeah 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 um really good stuff where you see ellie kind of realize what's going on because she's talking to maria while maria's cutting her hair yeah uh, and it's real kind of like oh mom i don't want to get my hair cut kind of stuff but she's going to cut her hair anyway and it's 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 great to see kind of like oh she she has a there's a possibility of having a life in this place you know she could have this here and what happens once you get her hair cut is uh, maria starts talking about joel what he's really like yeah and ellie gets very defensive you know she won't hear any bad word about joel you know i'm not going to have it not happening and uh Maria takes that on, notices that, and kind of says, okay, that's okay. Just make sure that um, if he's one of those people you trust, be careful. Really trust him because the only people that can betray you are the ones you trust. Yeah. And that's foreshadowing for what's going to happen later on. Yeah. Really another important line. You yeah. Know? Yeah, no, Tom's great. Not in this episode, but yeah. again, if you've played the game, you know what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll leave it. We'll leave that there. Yeah, of course, we're not going to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't played the game. Yeah. No, but uh, skipping on to later. Um, yeah, yeah, they go to the movies. They go to the movies. Yeah, I thought it was one of those Ellie. I'm taking the piss lines. Oh, we're going to go to the movies in the apocalypse, and he goes, "Oh no, they actually are going to the movies here. This is this is great." Yeah, like, and she's yeah. super uncomfortable. Like she's yeah. she's not happy there at all. No, and there's loads of kids possibly in and around her age. This is a place for her to possibly make friends. And I think in the game, she's even asking Joel, like, will there be kids there my age, do you think? Uh, this is something yeah. she wants. But here we see that she's she's not really easy here. It's she's kind of, and she's kind of the oldest kid there as well, isn't she? So she's She is, yeah. There's yeah. not really much around her age. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. uh, yeah. she's head and shoulders above whoever is around her, really, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so and Maria's over in the background kind of keeping an eye not as good as an eye as she could have though no um, because she, she, we, gets, she gets away yeah we see the goodbye girl not really getting um, Ellie's attention and so she kind of ups and, and skips out and yeah. we see her walking down the street at some point yeah yeah, yeah just doing her thing um, I like that because she's she's an outsider she doesn't belong mm-hmm. there she definitely mm-hmm. feels like she doesn't belong there she's also the only one of her kind really you know, so yeah. so there's that element of of being an outsider too. You know, so it's um yeah. I thought that scene with her just in the in the main street, walking through the snow, like I just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you know, just showed really, really. the the isolation of it all. You know, if you had to, you know, it's that thing about being a messiah. You know, like if would you would you give up your life to save everyone else's life? Would you you know give up so much uh, all the things mm. Ellie's given up already her childhood her you know 
like she's looking around at everybody having fun in this town and she's like well I can't yeah. have fun I've got a job to do you know yeah, and it's the way people that. have been seen what's outside these walls kind of stuff yeah. you know she's yeah. Those kids certainly they were life. born there, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So um so yeah, it's uh it's a it's a really nice moment. But uh yeah, yeah but then she uh happens upon um Tommy and, Tommy and Joel, Joel right? Having a, having a conversation, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, this could be one of those moments where I was making notes. I don't think we didn't see her skip around the pub or the work or the, the room, right? We did, we saw her leave. We didn't see her go by. We saw her leave. No, but that, she that she reveals all, that later on that she overheard. Yeah, them. yeah. That annoyed me. I yeah. think they should have showed her listen next yeah. to. I'll look back on it and maybe out of the out of the, the out of the editing. Maybe I was distracted know. by my my latest um, action figure purchase at the time, but uh, <laughs> the last Ronan, get it? It's deadly. Um, but. Um, yeah, I could have been. I could have been tinkering with my dollies at that point. But um, yeah, I don't think. I, I don't think it was in there. I think that was. I don't think it was there. No. Been. For, no. for a show that's as calculated as it is, as you mentioned, everything is up to the ninth, yeah. uh, the nth degree here. Yeah. Was like, even the goodbye girl is kind of a synopsis of the relationship between Joel and Ellie, yeah, yeah. that they were yeah. all watching back then. You know, that was really clever stuff. But this is the one point that like, oh, yeah. they they missed something here. I think you know. Yeah, um, but you know what did it. Did it really take away from anything? I don't think it did. It seemed a bit convenient it, it the way out of the illusion, the way the line was thrown into us. You know, it was a little bit. Yeah, you know, I overheard you. But anyway, what she did over here was uh, Tommy and Joel having a row. Um, yeah, or the, the well, I suppose the embers, <laughs> the embers of a blazing row, um, which was transforming very, very quickly into Joel being really hard on himself and his ability yeah. and he's just out of options as far as his his self-confidence is concerned and he just thinks he can't carry on this mission he he knows he's going to end up getting Ellie killed and he's basically appealing to Tommy to take her um, and he's going to head off himself um, we can see why because Tommy looks and sounds like he was possibly a younger Joel Joel in his prime you know yeah Whereas absolutely Joel refers to now he's too old and he's too deaf to, too old to, to too deaf to too no, tired yeah. yeah he's you know and also he's having more and more instances of these these kind of panic attacks this PTSD yeah. that's that's killing him you know so there's one moment in that like where he talks about not being able to do something when the dog was coming yeah. And like just before this, he saw a boy kill his brother to save Ellie. Yeah. You know, and there he is not able to do something about the dog. And he's really beating himself up for not being able to do something about that. And there's been several occasions where he's beating himself for not doing something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's rough. It's, it's, you see, we see Joel shed a tear, which is not something I thought was coming, you know. Rough as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, yeah. It was, uh, and, uh, that was a manly tear. Yeah. I sure did, yeah, I sure it was. It was just a fantastic performance, really great dialogue, he, not something that's in the game. Yeah, no, know? he played out of his skin in this one, didn't he? Like, I mean, you know, yeah. I'd say I'd say he loves it. I'd say he loved that episode because that was just him flexing his muscles all over the place, wasn't it? It was just like... It really was, you know, yeah. You we, know, we've never seen Joel speak that candidly anywhere. We've never seen Pedro know? Pascal act like that either, you know? I mean, like, yeah. you know, he's like, if he's not, if he's not being tough as old boots in the in the mountains, he's he's got a big tin can on his head and you can't see him. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was... Uh, 
it was great to 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 see him really really go for it you know um yeah and he saw that when he says you you do you think i can still handle things like i like i used to but i'm not i'm not who i was i'm weak you know and it's crazy having played joel in the game and ever hearing Joel consider himself being weak because he does all these things that like regular Joe like ourselves would never even like I mean we can't even cross country let alone do all the fighting whatever else he does I was four days in Rome listen man I was four (laughs) days in Rome (laughs) what an amazing an amazing city had to go and see everything and terrain terrible heat uh, no, it was fine. The weather was grand. It was like it was like seven degrees in the morning. It was eighteen degrees by lunchtime. It was you know, slightly uphill. It was twelve degrees. An incline. Ice cream every day. You know, it was it was just the best food ever. Yeah, great public transport, and I was in a heap at the end of every day. I mean, every muscle in my body was aching. You know, and it was like, yeah, look at Joel. You know, I mean. Joel jumping over fences. I can't do that. You know? Can you do yeah, that? Yeah. I, you probably can. Yeah, you're I, a bit, you're I a bit handy. Anymore, man. Yeah. I haven't done a jot since I got COVID. Yeah. I, I'm starting when I was a kid. I'm worried for myself. When I, when I was a kid, right, um, mm. my best mates at the time, they, they lived at the house behind us, right? So we had fences in the back that would back onto their gaff. And they was, you know, when you're a kid, time and doors don't really matter right so it could be right. seven o'clock in the morning and jeff would jump over the back fence into our back garden and just walk in our back door and have breakfast with us you know or watch tv mm-hmm. with us or whatever it is you know and like we'd be in and cool. out of each other's house all the time but i would get out of my house go out the front door walk around the block <laughs> and knock on his door because there was so much lead in my arse i couldn't get over the <laughs> fence I and i wasn't you. Yeah. you know i tried three times that was enough. I was like, good luck, you know? Yeah. 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 That time I got stuck in the fence, no, I'm not doing that again. No, not no. even stuck in the fence. I couldn't get up on the fucking thing, you know? So, no, yeah. I'd have been like the two boys at the start of um, Always Sunny, you know, were at the uh, the abortion protest. I'd have been stuck in the middle, just oh, yeah. not able to get off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't so light, light-footed myself. Yeah, you know? no, it's just, yeah, I'm just not, not made for climbing, you know? Made for carrying. You know, <laughs> yeah. kind of more of a more of a mountain troll than than a, an elegant <laughs> an elegant beast. You know, um, that could have been the body type needed here to, to carry a, a broken Ellie across you know some kind of ice terrain. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, but he doesn't even seem like he's up to that. He's no, he's lost. He, it. He's absolutely lost he, every yeah. shred of yeah. confidence he had he had in himself. He's lost. I, tests. I get a feeling that he's not. He's not looking after Ellie uh, at night because he feels his fatherly bond. He's doing it because he can't sleep because he feels that every time he wakes up, he feels like he's lost something. He's paying he goes, a debt. All I do, yeah, I, I ever done is fail her. He says, and he just wants Tommy to take Ellie because he just he just can't do this anymore. He's but he's not he's not talking about Ellie there. No, he's, he's not. talking about it's Sarah. all about Sarah. Yeah, yeah, it's all about Sarah. Like yeah. it's, it's the trauma of that, and like the only person he mm-hmm. can be honest with about that is Tommy. You know, because he was there mm-hmm. and he knew her, and that's how. I mean, you know, all of those feelings come up when Tommy tells him his news about the 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 new arrival and stuff like that. So it's all there. It's all in that psychological yeah. soup that's floating around him. You know, so yeah, that's so he's it. having a crisis of faith, and again. Mm-hmm. A fucking Joseph Campbell like he didn't invent them or anything but he, he just studied them but you know a trope of, of the hero's journey you know there is yeah. the, the moment of doubt and, and this is it you know um, 
And, uh, you know, he's it's a, also the first step in Joel, like dealing with that grief. Well, that's you know, the only way you've got it, you know, yeah. you've got to, you've got to hit bottom before you can go back up, you know, and, uh, yeah. and then this is him doing it, you know, this is as close as we'll ever get to Joel properly freaking out. Like this is, this is it for him, you know? So, um, so yeah, Tommy, Tommy agrees to it. You know, he's like, yeah, okay, I'll yeah. take her, you know, because he doesn't want to see his brother in any more pain. And he, d- and he knows, he knows to trust his brother and he knows, he knows he that he can't if- trust Maria. He says, you're not to tell anyone, not even Maria. No, no, oh, about that, about the cure thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He knows not to trust her. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. So he's, he's going to make oh, his move. And he, he also says at the end of this, this is the last thing I'll ever ask of you. Yeah, because he, he's that, going that out into the up. he's going out into the wilderness to die. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. He just, you know, he wants to be with his with his daughter, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's he's given up. So so that's it. It's over. You know. Yeah. Um, Tommy says, "I'll take her out at dawn." And uh, end scene. Yeah. You know, we we go back to the house. Uh, Tommy tells Joel. Uh, they're in 38 or whatever the hell oh, yeah. it was yeah. and yeah. Joel walk down and it's like they're in a holiday resort you know you're, you guys are in that number aren't you oh, yeah. Yeah. the lights on we know Ellie is is, is in the house and uh, we see Ellie reading a diary just like the game there's a number despite the big deviations from uh, in character arcs and things here from the game there's a lot of it that's very much taken copied and pasted right from the game yeah, one yeah. of those scenes where yeah. he's reading a yeah. diary yeah. and she's like all they had to do was worry about if your if your shirt was going to match the skirt you yeah know, she's we disgusted about at, at, at people from, from the before times yeah yeah and the things that they worried about yeah, yeah. she's like oh my god and, these uh, guys had it so good you know they hadn't a clue what, what to be worried about they didn't know what worry was you know yeah, these were the things they had to focus on. This this was it. This is what it's like. And she's asking Joel, is this what it was really like? You know, is this what they did? And we see a lot of that again coming in, in this episode as well. Yeah. But she just kind of gets on to Joel because Joel is kind of saying, Tommy's going to take you away. And she's like, you're just going to ditch me. You're going to ditch me. Yeah. If, if this is the way, um, if this is all they have to worry about, if you're going to ditch me, then just ditch me now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this is this is like word for word right out of the game. And Joel's kind of stunned that she's figured it out, and uh, she's heard that she tells us that she overheard the conversation between yeah. Tom. Oh, yeah. I, I really wish they would have seen something here. I think we needed a visual, a visual cue for this. But yeah, all right, we'll go with it anyway. Um, but she has, and, um, you know, she has that that trauma of mm-hmm. everybody in her life either dying yeah. or leaving her. You know, so she's this is her worst fear realised, you know, that she gets close to someone and then they're either killed or they're gone. And yeah. uh, and it's happening all over again. So it's kind of re-traumatising her and she's she's just like, fuck this, fuck you. Like, this is... Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's hard because, like, Joel hasn't seen past his own loss to no. everyone else's and everyone around him in this, this universe has lost possibly everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah, they've all had their own kind of grief. They could easily have lost everybody they know, you know, or have ever met. You know, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's estimated that you know, you you will make seventeen hundreds quality connections in your life, like friends. You know, in in an average life, you know, it's about seventeen hundred. So you think of of something like that, or like even like COVID? I'm sure it did this to people as well. But like everybody you've ever met gone. Yeah, 
you know, everyone in your town, gone. Everyone in, in your city, gone, you know. I mean, Jesus, like, I, you know, I, I know we're, we're just talking about a silly TV show about a video game or whatever, but like, I mean, you look at what happened in Turkey and Syria, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 50,000 buildings demolished, you know, something that like, something that, like yeah. a fault line that ran for 600 miles, 650 miles, like just insane. Just devastating. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. that's the kind of devastation you're dealing with, with these characters then as well. That's how, you know, trying to make sense of, of that kind of devastation with the, with these characters, not to, not to put, you know, yeah. not to, not to make light of, of a real life situation, but like, that's not at all. That's just the carriers are going to wait to what's yeah. happening. I totally understand what you're doing. That's the yeah. type of thing, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's it's mad, it, and it's mad that Joel does not have the kind of empathy it takes to realise that it's not just about him, you know. And it's and this and, is another one of those moments where she says something, and he does that thing again, where he looks and he takes what she's saying, and he takes it on board. Like, Shit, she's right again. You know. Yeah, but that's where that's where she's the she's the grown up. You know, there are these moments yeah. where she's yeah, the yeah, grown yeah. up, and he's and he's the child you know and and do it like you know only seeing things from your perspective is a very childish way to behave you know um yeah. or a very male way to behave but you know a very very childish way <laughs> to behave true. Yeah. you know and uh, yeah. and that's exactly her line to get us across to him was brilliant again straight from the game uh, but there's a little deviation in the dialogue i think it was something like first off she says i'm not her you know hmm. and now he knows she knows about sarah yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's similar in the game. I think it was slightly different here, but there's something like you're on very thin ice here. Big time. Yeah. And she goes on and she says, um, look, everyone I have loved or known has left me except for you. So don't tell me I'd be safer with anyone else. The truth is I would just be more scared. Yeah. You know, really genuine stuff. And you're kind of seeing this really um, profound thought about her emotions been brought to Joel's attention through the point of view of someone who's still a kid you know yeah. I would just be more scared if you weren't around yeah doesn't matter I just need my dad but that's any that's any situation right so so mm-hmm. like you can apply it to you know to apply to work you know yeah. so yeah like one thing yeah, we, we all talk about work, we're all obsessed with our work, you know, your work, my work, whatever, everybody's obsessed with what they do or what they're not doing. And and it's that thing of, oh, you know, should I leave and work over there? Mm-hmm. Should I get this gig here? Should I take on that role there? And it's it's that thing of, you know, what's stopping you from doing that? And eventually you get to the, get the realisation that it's, well, maybe it's actually fine here and it's much more stressful over there and the grass isn't always greener and and it yeah. you know it is that so so you know she knows yeah she's got a shit deal of it at the moment but having to go somewhere else mm-hmm. with someone else is an even shittier deal you know so so yeah, why yeah. not stay together and why not you know keep it going um so yeah so she like she's making a very good point um a really good point and, and it's he a, has a nothing answer for it yeah no because he there is no answer to that you know mm-hmm. there is, there's none mm-hmm. and you know, in, in one way, she's appealing to them as a child would to their parents, which is, this isn't fair. Why are you doing this to me? You know? Yeah, and in yeah, another yeah. way, she's appealing to him as a parent to a child, which is, wake the fuck up, are you? Like, it's not yeah. just about you. And That's it. And we see the most dickish Joel will ever be yeah. come back and say something like, um, 
you are not my daughter and I, I'm, uh, I'm sure as hell not your father and I, we're going to split up and go our separate ways and he's just and trying like, to, fuck after she just said that and he walked out of the room but that's you know? that's that thing that somebody who's really scared does where it's just like right I'm going to hurt you in the mm-hmm. worst way possible so you'll not yeah. have to deal with me anymore and I won't have to deal with you anymore and mm-hmm. because if I try to deal with you I'm only going to care about you you know, so she, he's just pushing her away with 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 yeah. as much force as he possibly can, even though the route to his salvation is to pull her close. You know, yeah, yeah, and that's his instinct. And he gets back to his bedroom and he's having a think. And previously in the show, he mentioned, "Oh my God, you guys have it made here. You have uh, whiskey or whatever, and and yeah. even Christmas trees or something." Yeah. You know, so he's thinking about Christmas while he's here. But yeah. I understand the whole kind of anything. And he's thinking about putting decorations up on his Christmas tree with Sarah. Yeah. And I thought this was, again, then thinking about things to the nth degree. They're putting up a dove, right, yeah. on the tree. Is that, like I think this is like when he's literally putting that metaphorical olive branch into play here. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's seeing that like, oh, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, but we don't see him act on it. After we see him have a think about, about Sarah and the times he's had putting Christmas tree decorations up, we just cut to Ellie sitting in the bedroom. She's packed up. She's ready to go. Yeah. And, and like, like that point about him not acting mm-hmm. on things, like, like he's not a man who acts on his thoughts. He only ever acts on his mm-hmm. instinct, you know? And yeah. uh, it takes him a long time to think through things, you know? But by, by the morning, he's thought them through, you know? And... He gives he himself. Has. We don't know that. Again, they, they do this. Yeah, but he gives it, it, he it. gives himself. And I thought this was this was a perfect example of that thing where he is the child, right? Where he gives himself mm-hmm. a bigger out than he gives Ellie. You know, so they're they're getting yeah. ready to go, and it's you know they're saying their final goodbyes, and they're in the stable with. Tommy, there actually there actually wasn't a goodbye. There there, there was none of that. Well, like, uh, Joel doesn't come to say go. Like you, I am screaming at the telly going, "Why the fuck would he just go into a room and say goodbye to her? If he's gonna if he's gonna do that, why didn't he say goodbye?" Well, we're outside. We're outside at this point. Yeah, and 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 yeah. we're getting ready to go. Uh-huh. And uh, she has her gear, and he has his gear, and he's gonna take the horse, and uh, mm-hmm. he's telling Tommy he's basically stealing it, and he's, you know they're gonna they're gonna get going. And he goes, look, uh, Ellie, I've been thinking and, you know, uh, there's probably, you know, it probably wouldn't be fair if, you know, I didn't, didn't give you another, you know, give you another chance. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, I mean, it's the wrong thing to do and everything, but maybe you should, you know, would you think about, you know, I'm just giving you just... I'm not saying I want you to, you know, I mean, all the body language is all this kind of hesitance kind of, you know, but, uh, you know, I mean, it'd be wrong not to, not to say it, you know, so, you know, and it's not that he's going to say goodbye. It's that he's like, Mm -hmm. you can come with me if you want, (laughs) (laughs) if you want. And she's just like, I'm in, you know, I'm in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking Egypt. Like you finally come to your senses, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, she shoves her rucksack into into his arms. I pick you, you fucking idiot, you know? And like, but what was interesting here was, and you'll see this uh, later on in the show, he gives her a choice here. Yeah. He actively gives her a choice, which is something that you're going to uh, deal with later on. I don't think he does because it's a foregone conclusion. Mm. There is no choice there. He knows she's going to say. Oh, he yeah. does know, but he includes her in it. He he does give her the chance to say Tommy or Joel. 
and she obviously picks Joel and I think he knows that she's going to pick Joel and they get on the horse and um, now, now Tommy is is uh, happy probably not going out with Ellie on this uh, man he's so related in, in, in the game Ellie steals the horse and yeah. runs out on her own after hearing the conversation so this, this is a pretty big deviation and then they find out that uh, she's going to on her own and Tommy and Joel run out to go find her and there's a whole thing in the house and it's, yeah, it's yeah. fucking tough yeah. um, but uh, here they decide they're down in the stables that like no we're going to go out on this together yeah no it was well, it was really yeah. well done just nicely nicely mm-hmm. written and acted and just yeah I mean he is he's a prick yeah. like he's just he's so self-centered yeah. and he's like he's he's such a prick like there's just a moment here like where he has told Tommy I'll never ask about anything of you ever again so instead of asking for the horse he said he just he's just taking it. He's nicking it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm taking it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There's another one like where he goes. Uh, I think Tommy says there's a place right here when you get back. Yeah. And he was like, I was counting on that. You know, yeah. Like he wasn't going to ask for that. And then and the only thing he does ask for is the fucking gun. Is that the Tommy gun has been. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he goes. I'm only taking this because uh, Maria took mine. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. But Tom, yeah. but you know Tommy's fitted a scope to it, and uh, mm. yeah, it's a much better gun than 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 Joel had, and yeah, he's upgraded. Yeah, yeah. He's upgraded his loot. So um, so they head off anyway, and they're <laughs> heading towards the university. Um, and when they get there, it's quiet. It's really quiet. Um, it's, mm-hmm. again, it's like straight out of the game. It's done. It's done really well. Yeah. Um. And we get in there, and uh, oh, she does. You know, they have the home of the home of the big horns, isn't it? So it's like uh, she she oh, asks what, Rams, it, what yeah, a big horn yeah. is. He's like, it's a sheep. And he goes, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love your sheep. Um, and we get in, but it. it <laughs> Hang on, actually, there's something else we have to talk about as well. Right. Before we got there, there was a segment where they're teaching Ellie how to shoot and stuff, and that's that's gonna play later on. Um, oh yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, of this yeah, episode, yeah. and uh, there's there's an amazing line in there. I thought was just so funny. While Joel is trying to tell Ellie not to pull the trigger, you have to squeeze it gently. Yeah. Um. Like 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 you love someone, and then like Ellie looks down at them and says like, "Are you going to shoot that thing? Or are you going to get her pregnant?" Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, the dialogue for Ellie has been stellar the whole way through. Yeah. But we see Joel give her these moments of of teaching how to use the gun, how to hunt, which is something that he said he wouldn't really do before. So we we now see that they're establishing this bond, as father. And yeah, father. and he's given a concession uh, to her to give her what mm-hmm. she wants, you know, because. He's guilty, you know, and he and he wants to he wants to repair the uh, the relationship, um, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we get into we get into the university, and it's it's pretty quiet. Uh, yes. Nobody's around. It looks like it's been abandoned. The guys, yeah, the you only see the, guard posts, but there's no guards. Or no something, guards. Yeah, there's no guards. Yeah, yeah. And the the only the only signs of life are monkeys. And Ellie is like, oh my oh, god, yeah. are they monkeys? And this is another another first for Ellie. You know, she's never seen a monkey before. And like Joel asks, is this the first time you've seen a monkey? And she's like, yeah. And there's a little smile on Joel's face because he's like, I'm bringing my kid to the zoo. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. And, and, and there's another little moment here, like on their walk, they're on the horse, they're going in, and Joel goes, hey, you know when you asked me what I wanted to do after all this? Now he's thinking about what he wants to do yeah. after all this. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I used, I used to sing. I used to want to be a singer. Oh, God, I thought and he was going to start like, oh, singing. Gotta, yeah. 
Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta sing something for me now you, know, yeah. you have to and he's like no I'm not singing for you now because I'm gonna save the fucking world you have to sing me a song and yeah. it's like yeah alright I mean in it's, fairness it's, it's very funny yeah 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 but they they get through to the uh, the lab and uh, they find that nobody's around um, mm-hmm. and they see that there's a map on a board. Um, That's right. There's a firefly symbol on a thing or something, wasn't there? Yeah, but then when they get to the when they get to the, the lab, then they, they see this map on a board, and it, it seems to be pointing into, sorry, into, yeah. into this one one direction where it looks like there's lots and lots of fireflies, you know, from different areas are all kind of converged on this point. Um, so they know that's where yeah, to go. Mary's in Salt Lake or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Salt Lake City. But but then they get they get disturbed. They hear something, and mm-hmm. Joe looks out the window. And there's a there's a gang of lads outside, up to no yeah, good. Ne'er do wells, but it looks at things. Yeah, <laughs> ne'er do wells. Ne'er yeah, do wells. Corner boys, as we call them <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, gurriers. There's gurriers out there. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to be near them. You, you don't want to be near a gurrier. You don't want to be in a chamazel. No, yeah. a gurrier. Yeah. No, way, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so but it's uh, you know spring into action. You know, make a break for the back door. Yeah. Make a break for the back door. Get in your horse and get the fuck out of dodge. You know, and, That's and the this plan. is different to the game now as well. And in the game, this is a fucking horrific. Um, they get jumped by the guys. Um, they they have a bit of they have a bit of a shamazzle with these guys. You don't want to be in a shamazzle these guys, as we just said. And um, Joel ends up like getting like impaled on a on a set of rebar, I think. And uh, while he's kind of in and out of consciousness, Ellie has to f- save him and fend off the four guys. Yeah. Um, and she just she just about does it. You it know, took me about and six Joel weeks. Is yeah. Unable to do anything. You know. Yeah. It, this is different where they get jumped by one of the guys he runs yeah. out after him as they're, as they're getting onto the horse and it's like I don't know why Joel's putting the fucking gun into the sack you need to hold that thing to make sure you get out of there but he's putting the, the gun in yeah. and then um, Ellie goes Joel behind you he turns around and he gets out of the way of the guy swinging a baseball bat at him and then it's just like the game he puts him into a lock and he chokes him and then breaks her neck and it's the very same thing but in the tussle the baseball bat that was swung from breaks and uh, the guy used it as a as a knife and stabs it through Joel. Yeah, it's about a four Joel's inch shiv on that on that thing that goes through him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not looking so good. No. Um, but he makes it onto the horse on the when they get away. And, yeah, uh, and he's out for a few rounds, keeps the guys away from running after him. Yeah. Uh, uh, they eventually get away somewhere and then Joel's not looking fucking good and uh, no. you think, oh, I think he's going to fall off the horse and then he falls off the horse, he's yeah. passed out. And Ellie's left standing over and going, no, I need you to be here. I need you to tell me what to do. Yeah. I need you to be here. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do on my own. Mm. Don't know where and I'm going. Left on don't her know own. what I'm her doing. biggest fear has happened to her. Yeah, yeah, she's now left on her own. This guy's either going to die or well, he's not going to leave her. She might have to leave him, but things are not good. And uh, nope. camera pans out. And that's it, man. Yeah, that's it. Fade to black. Well, we're 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 hearing um we're hearing the patch mode again, and we know what that song means. Eighties means troubles, man. Eighties means yeah. trouble. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we just see Joel in the snow bleeding out while uh, bleeding out and getting paler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Bad day. Not a good scene. So yeah, so that's it. That's the end of episode six. Um, and uh, once again, they end on a downer. Um, but yeah, but I'm still loving it. It's still great, you know. Yeah, uh, I knew what I was really getting into. It. I knew what I was getting into. You know, I think if you're I'm going, not, 
The next episode is going to be rough. Rough. Oh, man. No, well, let's wait. Let's wait. Let's, let's not trailer that. Um, mm-hmm. So, look, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah, thanks you, so much, guys. You can check us out, as always, on Twitter. We are at the odds pods on Twitter. Um, and Ben is at... At Benessy, B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. And I'm at Dave Hendrick, as it's spelled. And if you can't spell that, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> so, uh, before we go, Ben, there's the little matter of your great big new book coming out on this Wednesday, the 22nd this Wednesday, of Feb. Yeah, the, the, the 22nd of February, uh, God fell us out. It's, it's by myself. Christopher Sabella and it's published by the folks in Vault and Fine I have in my possession <gasps> two signed copies of issue one amazing and I'm going to give them away what uh, you made me buy one yeah. But I, I'm only going to give them away to our listeners, Dave. Okay, fair enough. They're a good bunch of you people. Don't, you, you don't listen to us you don't listen to me most of the time I can't give them away to you um, but our listeners can be with a chance to get a copy of Godfell Nice. For free, signed by me, you'll get a cover by me and Trina Farrell, and you get a cover by Vault's very own, it good and oh, barbaric. Yeah. Who doesn't like that, you know? Yeah, that's a that's pretty good price. So how, what what do you have to do to uh, qualify for this? And can people and relatives of people who make the odds pod um, enter this particular? Absolutely, they can all enter. <laughs> We're going to put out a tweet here. Yep. Um, you're going you're gonna to retweet that tweet and you're going to follow the odds pods on Twitter and that'll enter you into the competition if nice. you can are we going to will we do an L rate and review as well Dave sure if you want to if you want to rate and review and uh, send us a screenshot it'll increase your chances it'll get you get you two entries how about that so that sounds good that sounds good so like retweet a rate and review follow, guys, rate I want and review. a five star review I don't want any of your one stars it's five stars or nothing yeah, I, I, look, I'll take a four, you know. I'm okay. I'm not that demanding. I'll take a four. But, I want you know, a five. Yeah. I want a five-star review. Mr. Mr. Perfection <laughs> over there wants a five. Give him a five. Go on. It's his first big comic. I want to give you a book. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a five-star. So, look. I'm you, you for five stars. Get, get stuck into that. And, uh, and if you're around uh, this coming Saturday, February 25th, 2023, just in case you're listening to this well into the future. Um We'll be in the Big Bang. Um, I'll be signing with Trina Farrell uh, at five o'clock in Big Bang Comics in Dundrum. And nice. please come down. It'd be great to see you there. At the signing, I'll have two sketches I'll be giving away to random winners. And I also have a golden ticket. Um, Ooh, what does a golden ticket, ticket get you? Oh, it's a good one. It's, it's going to be a portfolio review from me <sighs> that we'll do over Zoom at a later date that suits us both. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you won't get these things if you're not at the sign. You have to no. be in the shop on the day. Yeah. You might even see me there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am very small, so you'll have to look very hard. <laughs> I'll make sure I point you out to everybody. Nice. He's that guy down there. Um, okay, guys, that's it for another week. And uh, as always, the mothership will be set and sail on Thursday. Who have mm-hmm. we got on this week, Ben? Oh, this week? We've got another guys, animator this week. Do we have an animator? Oh, we do have an we animator do. this week. We have an animator, yeah. an entrepreneur, comic book artist, soon to be a comic book artist, I would say. Yeah, he's kind of done everything. Yeah, um, and doing everything. Let's let's keep the name secret again. Like, ah, yeah, like of course, this. yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah, 
Um, but uh, it's another good episode. Our episodes this this season, I think, have been some of our best. It's another fun one. I think you guys will like it. Definitely, definitely. Oh, and um, I was just reminded there, our friends at Petrified, they have an excellent episode coming out this week, which includes, which was recorded in front of a live audience, but also uses that audience, unbeknownst to that audience, as a character in the yeah, piece yeah. I so, love um, the appearance for that so when you're finished listening to us listen to them they're deadly okay that's it we're out of here thanks very much guys see you later bye bye